Hey fam, hello, hello, hello. Family, I'm here with just a word, a warning from the Lord. Take heed if this is for you. Go and seek his face and ask him what he needs you to do, okay? So, um, the Lord gave me Jeremiah at 28, okay? This morning I woke up and I said, Lord, I need a banger for the people. And he um, gave me Jeremiah at 28. In Jeremiah 28, um, it's a man named Hananiah. And Hananiah begins to prophesy um, that the yoke will be broken. The yoke's going to be broken off of um, the people. And he, um, Jeremiah has said to Hananiah, um, like, a prophet that says something like promotes peace only is known to be right once what they said happens, right? Um, I'm gonna start at verse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start at verse two. I just want to give you like a quick preview. This is what the Lord of Heaven's army, the God of Israel, says. I will remove the yoke of the king of Babylon from your necks. Within two years, I will bring back all the temple treasures that King Nebuchadnezzar carried off to Babylon. And I will bring back Jehoiachin, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, and all the other captives that were taken to Babylon. I will surely break the yoke that the king of Babylon has put on your necks. I, the Lord, have spoken. Even as I'm reading this, the Lord, he, he just keep on saying in my ear that a lot of you are in churches that are spiritually dead. I just hear him saying spiritually dead, spiritually dead. And I know he's talking about churches. Go to God because people will lie on the Lord. Okay. They will lie on the Lord. Did you see how he said, I, the Lord, have spoken? So Jeremiah responded to Hananiah as they stood in front of all the priests and the people at the temple. He said, Amen. May your prophecies come true. I hope the Lord does everything you say. I hope he brings back from Babylon the treasures of his temple and all the captives. But listen now to the solemn words I speak to you in the presence of these people. The ancient prophets who preceded you and me spoke against many nations, always warning of war, disaster, and disease. So a prophet who predicts peace must show he is right only when his prediction comes true. Can we know that he is really from the Lord? So he's saying like only when the prediction comes true can we only know that he is from the Lord. Then Hananiah, the prophet, took the yoke off Jeremiah's neck and broke it in pieces. And Hananiah said again to the crowd that had gathered, this is what the Lord says, Just as this yoke has been broken within two years, I will break the yoke of oppression from all the nations now, subject to King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. With that, oh, sorry, y'all. With that, Jeremiah left the temple area. Soon after this confrontation with Hananiah, the Lord gave the message to Jeremiah. Go and tell Hananiah, this is what the Lord says. You have broken a wooden yoke, but you have replaced it with a yoke of iron. The Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, I have put a yoke of iron on the necks of all these nations, forcing them into slavery under King Nebuchadnezzar. 
of Babylon. I have put everything, even the wild animals, under his control. Then Jeremiah the prophet said to Hananiah, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, but the people believe your lies. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. You must die. Your life will end this very year because you have rebelled against the Lord. Two months later, the prophet Hananiah died. Okay, the Lord was saying that it's people promising his people. It's these these people promising his people all these good things. All these blessings. But the Lord says, nobody's bringing the yokes that's on my children. Nobody's coming up against the yokes around my children's neck. They're just promising them these things. But one thing about God, right? God wants to do things for you. He wants to bless you. But the first blessing God wants to give you is he wants to break the yoke. Okay? He, He says that his anointing breaks the yoke. The first thing he wants to do is break the yoke. But his people have to realize they're in captivity first. His people have to be set free first. It's a way that things are are um orchestrated and they go on, right? We had Bible study um last uh this Wednesday just passed, I'm sorry, I drew a blank. And um we was reading out of Exodus. One of the things the Lord told me was that he allowed the Egyptians to be cruel and harder on the um, Israelites because it was strengthening them. It was building their character. When when you feel like things is going on and, and your life is just going every which way, it, it's many reasons why. But one thing the Lord says, he says it's going to build character in you. When you got to go through certain things, it's going to build your character. When you see how God rescues you, you you it's not going to be an ordinary type of rescue. So this whole time, just like Joseph, when he was in slavery and Joseph was in the pit and Joseph was being lied on, it was building his character. It was cultivating his gifts. Now, it might not be in the way that Joseph wanted it to be. Your gifts might not be getting cultivated the way that you wanted it to be, but God knows what's best for you. Do you hear me? And you got to watch who you um, listen to. Watch who you allow to speak into your life. Because some people are sent to destroy those dreams and destroy those gifts that God has placed within you. Okay? He wants to do good things for you. God is a good father, but he does things in order. He wants to break the yoke. But first, he needs you to realize that you are in captivity. He needs you to realize that you are still a slave to sin. That sin is still your master. That's what God wants you to know. He's going to do exceedingly and abundantly for you because that's what his word says. But first, who the son sets free is free indeed. So I'm going to pray over you. And then the Holy Spirit won't say anything else. We won't say anything else. And we're going to end it, okay? Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I'm just coming to you humbly, Father, asking that you just have your way in each and every one of our lives, Father. Thanking you for what all you have done, Father. We are just uplifting your name, Jesus, because you are worthy of it all, Lord. Father, I'm praying for this child on the other end, Lord. 
I'm praying that they shall be released from the bondage, Father. I'm praying that the anointing comes against the yoke around their necks, Lord. I'm praying that they realize they are in captivity. They realize that they are in sin, Father, and they come to you to be released, Father. Because in your word, you said who you said free, Jesus, is free indeed. And I'm speaking freedom into your child's life, Lord. I speak freedom over them, Father God. And I'm asking that they be released, Lord, because it's the time of the Lord's favor, Father. It's time to release your children, all those that have been held captive. It's time to renew the strength, Lord, of those who feel weak. It's time to end end the bondage, Father. But I pray that they can see that they have been enslaved, Father God. Lord, I'm just praying for this child that as they keep going and they keep pushing the crowd, Father, that they finally get to touch you. They finally get to have a one-on-one with you, Lord. And they see this whole time you've only been doing what was best for them, Lord. I I speak strength over them, Father. Strengthen them, Lord, in Jesus' name. I speak courage over your child. Give them courage, Father God, in Jesus' name. I speak boldness over your child. Give them the boldness that they need, Father God, to stand up against these these, um, demonic spirits in high places, Father God. Lord, I'm just asking, Father, that... Anything that is not of you in their lives, Father, it be removed, Lord, by your Holy Ghost fire, Father God. I pray that everything that cannot withstand the storm, everything that's not built on the firm foundation, Father, may it go down and defeat, Lord, in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of Jesus over this child receiving this word, Lord. I plead the blood, Father, and I'm just asking, Lord, that you intercede on their behalf today, God. That you have your way in their life today, God. And I give your name, I give your name, Jesus, hallelujah, in your name, Father, I give you all the glory, I give you all the honor, I give you all the praise, and it's in Jesus' name that I pray, Lord, amen. Family, God got you. See, sometimes the word be quick, you feel me, sometimes the Lord, he show up, he tell you what to say, and he's like, all right, we good, and then sometimes, you know, I might be sitting here for an hour, (laughs) but whatever my father say is what I'm going to do. But I just want you to know that God got you. And I'm always tell you that because he do. He said he will hold you up with his victorious right hand. Can nobody can't take you out of God's hand. Do you hear me? His hand is too strong. His hand is too big for somebody to come in and pluck you out. Okay. Let me tell you something. I'm a mere human. But when my children hold my hand when we out in public they feel safe they feel guarded they feel protected they know if somebody come up and try to take they 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 from me they try to take their hands out of my hand they know I'm going mama bear on them they already know and if my kids can feel that way about me a human a sinner what more will your heavenly father do for you believe him Trust him and seek him and watch what God does, okay? I love you so, 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 so much, family. But let's not forget 
most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.